Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker Diaz. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully, you're having a wonderful day. Now, Sarah, you interviewed the amazing Eve Dawes. I'm so excited for this. Oh, she is just so lovely and she's really an inspiration. I feel like she epitomizes when you think boss babe. Like, we're always looking, I mean, I feel like we have the opportunity on this podcast and on our show, Fresh Living, to really meet so many interesting people. And Eve is just, she's amazing. So, she is a blogger, she has glamour and gains. Um, she's a podcaster, philanthropist, model, um, red carpet host. She's done so many different things. When does she sleep? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I just love chatting with her. I She's a personal friend. I met her when I used to live in Las Vegas. And she's someone that I feel like I really, I just love women who you can really um, shoot ideas back and forth with. She's always someone who lifts up other women. If you have a question about getting into being an entrepreneur or fitness competing or being a host, you know, she's really someone that is always going to lend a hand or an ear or give you advice. And I just think we need more women like that in the world. And she's just incredible. I loved chatting with her. Um, and she's very business savvy. She, she really gets into kind of like the technical aspect of running her blog, or she has a makeup line that she sells at Walmart. So she's really inspired and I'm really thrilled for you guys to hear from her. Oh, we could always use more people like Eve. This is amazing. Well, should we give it a listen? Let's do it. I am thrilled to introduce today Eve Dawes, who is a beauty entrepreneur, a professional dancer, a Mrs. Nevada, and a Mrs. England title holder, a fitness title holder, and all-around boss babe. Eve, you are also a dear friend, and you truly embody what it means to be a class act. I want to thank you so much for joining us today on Fresh Off the Set. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to chat with you and to get to share everything with me. Absolutely. I want to talk because you have... uh, worn so many different caps. You have a really impressive resume, but I want to talk about your road to entrepreneurship um, and your cosmetics company called Dawes Cosmetics, which is one of the many things you do. How long has Dawes Cosmetics been around? And let's talk about your origin story. So I started Dawes Custom Cosmetics back in 2017, 2018. And I'm not going to throw any brands under the bus here, but I loved luxury cosmetics. And I was kind of really naive thinking I grew up in England and a lot of the companies there, kind of like Body Shop, were all cruelty free. So I just, as you transition into your older life, you spend more on cosmetics and I wasn't really paying attention. As soon as I found out they tested on animals, you know, my fur babies, how much I love those. (laughs) And if anyone follows my YouTube, they're always bouncing around. They're the cutest. I just kind of, I couldn't justify um, brands that were testing on animals I had you know there had to be an alternative and there are some really good alternatives now I have to say there's some brilliant brands out there that do things but one thing I kind of noticed with cosmetics I'm like okay if I can't find cruelty free cosmetics that are luxury if I'm like going through 20 different nudes to find a good nude or taking three red lipsticks on a night out to blend the shade I want in my micro mini purse it doesn't really fit there has to be a better solution than there's just a generic you know, brand on the shelf or wasting all this money, which is kind of why I wanted to make an experience based that put the consumer first. So they come in, they create their color, we create with them and then also check off all their other needs. Okay, well, the lipsticks I've had always dry my lips out. Okay, well, let's add more moisture to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in a sunny environment. I'm really worried about aging skin. Okay, let's put SPF in there. I don't like the smell of cosmetics. Okay, what scent and flavor do you want to add? And then you get to name it. So it's not only a shade that's perfect for you and cruelty-free and vegan and made in the USA. It's also about the experience and kind of checking off all your skincare needs as well. I love it. It sounds like it's really kind of been an evolution over time. And I love that you've kind of 
added all these different facets to it. And um, that's probably representative of who you are because you do have so many different facets of your personality. You have this glamorista, you have the fitness background. I want to talk about your wildly successful blog. It's called Glamour and Gains. And that kind of ties into the beauty, but then also, you know, the fitness part of what you do. So let's talk about that. Exactly. Everything kind of all transitioned and meshed together. And I've been blogging for years, but not really taking it seriously because, like you say, I do a million different things. It's more just for something. Mm -hmm. But during COVID, obviously, no one was wearing lipstick. We all have masks (laughs) on. And we didn't know how long it was going to go on for. And, you know, I'm not made of money. I can't afford to keep bankrolling things with no money coming in. Like, okay, I need to pivot. And I'm one of those, that's one of my skills is like, I'm really good at pivoting and problem solving. So during COVID, I went to, I took courses at Harvard, I went to U of Penn. I kind of broke it all down and figured out, you know, what makes a successful blog? What are the skills I need rather than just aimlessly writing? It's like, okay, how can I get this? And what is, what do people need right now? Mm -hmm. So obviously during COVID, it was a really difficult time for people and the shopping habits all changed. You know, there was so much kind of insecurity with income, with jobs. So I wanted to kind of rather than just, you know, it's beautiful looking at Vogue and you see all these amazing images, but everything's kind of, you know, super expensive or you see these runway trends that don't really to real life so my aim with with this was to trend forecast and show how to make runway trends work in real life whatever your budget mm-hmm. so you know some of my most popular posts might be how to, you know 27 ways to style leather pants but in that post I'll try and make sure that there's something for everyone whatever their style whatever the season or occasion or budget Love that. I remember one of my favorite memories with you is we were actually in Vegas and we had, I think it was a couple hour lunch and you were talking about how you really got into the statistics of the blog because it's a business, you know, and I love that you have that creative side, but you also are really looking at these hard numbers and that you're educating yourself because you want to, you know, see the most success that you can in any of the businesses that you have, Um, but particularly the blog. I thought that was really fascinating. And I loved kind of nerding out and talking with you about different ideas and exposure. Um, Were you always ambitious? You grew up in England. Um, You know, you have a performance background too. We want to, I want to talk about that, but what were you like as a young child? I was hyperactive. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it was like, we actually bought our, well, my parents bought our house off of who was going to become my ballet teacher. So at three years old, I went to her ballet classes and that's what I grew up doing. And at seven, I was like, I'm going to be a ballerina. And, you know, at seven, my friends like, yeah, okay, you could be a ballerina. Same as everyone wants to be a princess or a rocket scientist or an actress. <laughs> no, right. You're going to change a million times. But my dance teacher was like, no, that's what she wants to do and she can do it if she wants to do it and I think she's serious about it so that's kind of I started my career path at a really young age I never deviated I always knew exactly what I wanted to do and I think in that aspect it kind of always taught me that I was competing against myself not others really you know wanting to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. and I remember it was actually a ballet teacher that said to me if you're not growing you're dying so I think that's kind of what about I am very competitive and I was like I'm not really competitive in like yes I did the bodybuilding but I don't want to stand in a lineup and be like subjectively judged all the time and I did pageants right so I'm saying this as I'm saying the things I'm doing against <laughs> that one two three but I'm also really competitive in other areas of life like you said like I'm a total analytics nerd so if my traffic's not going up every day I'm like okay why is it not going up what can I do to improve it right. so I'm always competing about myself or if so say a brand is running a competition that I'm involved with like for their best ambassador of a month like I'm on it like I find those things really motivating Mm -hmm. and you touched on something that I always say 
when I'm describing myself, I, I'm all for female empowerment. I'm a girl's girl. I have sisters. I have daughters. I really, you know, I've always had, I've been fortunate to have um, a close group of girlfriends, but I'm competitive with myself. So I want to see everyone succeed. I think there's room at the top, but I definitely hold myself to a high standard. Um, and I can attest to, you know, when I moved to Vegas years ago, you were one of my first friends. I always remember you really, you know, being there. And um, I see you as a role model for females and female empowerment. And I imagine that's pretty important to you. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why I really enjoy the coaching. So I used to do personal training. Now I'm coaching people for pageants. And one of the things is, you know, just really helping people understand their why, their goals, who they are. And it's when you're people say about role models, you're not trying to be a role model so people copy you or emulate you. You're trying to be a role model to help people find their career path, find their goals in life and be the best version of themselves. So I think that's a really important differentiation. I agree. And with the pageantry and the competitive dancing background and all these different things, do you think those translate to the entrepreneur that you are today? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, for sure. Because there's so many things in them. I think one of the things, obviously understanding your why. I didn't really know. People are like, oh, where do you want to be in five years? What do you want to do? Why are you you? What makes you you? What makes you unique? I think when answering those questions through pageants, it translates to everything in life because you understand who you are Mm -hmm. and you understand your why and your drive and why you want something or why you're the best person for the job. So that's definitely helped me into being an entrepreneur. And I think the dancing really helped as well because it gives you the discipline. No one's setting your hours when you work on your own, right? You have to be self-motivated. You have to want to compete to be the best when you need to, to, otherwise you're not going to make any money, right? Right. That's the bottom line. (laughs) So true. Definitely. Everything had a real overlap. Having that self-motivation, I think, is easier said than done, and a lot of people struggle with that. So um, what advice would you have for women who want to either compete in fitness, uh, get into pageantry, start a cosmetics line or a blog? Um, People who just want to get started, do you have words of advice for them? I would say find your why because that's going to really help you on days when you're really struggling for motivation or maybe you're not getting the traction you wanted or the money's not coming in as quickly as you want. I think there's a stat that says it takes five years for a company to actually make money or seven years. It's a long process, so be prepared for the long haul. And in saying that, um, try and find know your strengths, know, like have a step-by-step plan of how you're going to get to where you want to be. Because it's easier when you do it in baby steps and being totally overwhelmed. If if in the beginning, like, I'm going to create a cosmetic company. I had no idea how to create a cosmetic company. I had to go and research it and look at all like kind of all the steps I'm going to need, all the help I'm going to need, because there's no way I could possibly know how to do all of that. So kind of know, know what you're good at and then know what you're not good at and be okay at like asking for help and finding help or mentors for that. You, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask, how important are mentors? Have you had mentors? Have you mentored others? Um, both. Um, yeah. I'm really, really fortunate. Like I said, I think Vegas, we just all found each other, right? You've been an incredibly supportive friend. And then I have a friend here, Lisa Song Sutton, who's such a successful entrepreneur. And she's always so good and open with her knowledge and sharing contacts and Mm -hmm. kind of giving you advice on where you should be going, what 
need to do, um, what you need not to do, and just getting feedback and being supportive. And I think that's really important. And the same, people come to me for walking practice, right? I might because that's something they can't do, and it's something I'm good at. So you can all help each other. You don't all have to be good at everything, or just be a mentor, or just be mentored. You can all kind of like you've all got areas you can share and also you know give back from. I agree. Preach. (laughs) You are just an inspiration. And um, I've been fortunate enough to try some of your cosmetics. They are absolutely beautiful. I love that they're vegan, cruelty-free. Just an all-around boss babe. Uh, We like to end our interviews with what we call the fresh five questions. So this is just kind of a fun get-to-know-you set of questions. So are you ready? Let's do it. All right. TV series or movies? Movies. Movies. Takeout or dine-in? Oh, dine in. Hot or cold weather? Hot. (laughs) I knew your answer to that one. (laughs) Uh, Sushi or ramen? Sushi. All right. And last, live in L.A. or New York? Oh, that's a tough one. I'd have to say New York because I've lived in L.A. for five years. So I've done that one. On to the next. On to the next. I love it. You just have a great energy, Eve. Where can people go for more information um, for Dawes Cosmetics or to follow you? So for my cosmetics, you can find them in Walmart online or at DawesCustomCosmetics.com. You can buy the ready-to-wear online or you can come and create with me if you want to do something custom. And then the blog is GlamourAndGains.com and my YouTube channel is Eve Dawes. Love it. Eve, so great to have you on and just to catch up with you and hear your voice. Uh, Thank you for joining us on Fresh Off the Set. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.